This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And uh, I think we'd be remiss, though, here to finish up here. Um, you know, we always talk about on our Friday episodes that um, we like to deconstruct the DePoto show. I'd like to add into the show what Divish said uh, today. Um, I don't know if you heard what Divish had to say. He's basically was bringing up a couple of points about that he thinks a lot of the problem is, you know, the work that players didn't do as they've, I guess, as they're getting mature or older, specifically with like a type France and a Eugenio, which I kind of feels a little bit unfair. I mean, this guy played in the WBC and as of right now, definitely looking like a Eugenio. Um, and there's a lot of season left to play. So I feel like that's too much of an early judgment about basically going like he's not in possibly the right kind of shape. Uh, I could see that with Ty France, maybe um, with a Eugenio. I can't really see that. And then the second thing that he brought up was he was talking about Teoscar Hernandez. And this is one thing I do agree is he was brought in here to Seattle and the expectations of like what he was going to be versus like what he's been in the past. He's been this accessory to like Vladdy Guerrero and Bachette into the stars. And like maybe the Mariners put a little bit too much weight into that. He was going to make such a big difference, especially when you're, it was really just a wash for what Mitch Haniger had been doing. Um, and then I think the last thing that uh, Divish was talking about, uh, and I want to get all your, um, feelings on these things is he was talking about Julio where he doesn't feel like Julio's in that category of the wrong shape or wrong approach. It's just decision-making and um, you know, it, it, it was the sliders and now it's the leagues, you know, also kind of throwing the fastball by him. And uh, I just want to hear what you have to say about those three things. Yeah. I mean, first off, I'm a big Gino fan. I'm glad to see that he's, you know, getting hot. The power numbers are coming back. Uh, he's always played a great third base, in my opinion. Made a fantastic over-the-shoulder play, uh, reminiscent of, you know, what a shortstop would make, which he used to be. Uh, I don't got too much to say negative about Gino as far as Ty Me goes, and, he, and as far as Ty goes, and uh, if he's out of shape, I certainly have any right to talk about someone's weight, let alone Ty France. The thing that frustrates me with Ty France and it's, you know, he's slow, but you know, there's a, there's fast people in this world and there's slow people in this world. And that's just who he is. And I'm frustrated and I really shouldn't be. And then um, Julio. Uh, yeah. He is decision-making at the plate. Sure. Um, he, 
has chased a lot more this year, uh, swung at a lot more balls. Some of his outfield play, it looks like maybe he's not calling the ball soon enough. I mean, it's hard to tell. It's loud in there. We can't see everything. Um, the play that happened this, I think it was the third game of the series, a little flare where JP goes out for Kelnick's coming in, Julio. You know, an infielder's taught to go until he doesn't, till he hears something. Well, he went for it, you know, and Julio kind of pulled up. So who knows what's going on there? I can only speculate by what I see. But yeah, I can, that's my, my point of, uh, or my thoughts on what Ryan had to say. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely not going to say anything about the uh, the weight either. I'm sitting here eating uh, nachos here at uh, the cabin. I just thought that was kind of interesting to say that, uh, that maybe like the work off the field what wasn't there. You know, I kind of think back to, I hate to bring his name back up on this podcast, but kind of sounds like the stuff they were saying about Jesse Winker uh, last year. And um like he was kind of also mentioning like maybe we don't miss so much of Jet Hanager, but maybe like that work ethic or that the attitude that he brings in there. And then I did forget one last quick divish thing. He was saying that he had the opinion of listen, we don't need to have um uh Colton Wong, AJ Pollock specifically on this team anymore right now. Uh it just doesn't really make sense. Um you know, it, but also at the same time, they're not the reason why, 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 why we're, we are who we are either. Oh yeah. I can agree with that. I mean, how long are they going to go with them? You know, one's making seven, one making 10 million. Uh, we always factor that in when we talk about the Mariners and the front office, uh, they have not produced Colton Wong's gotten a, a lot of opportunity. AJ Pollock really hasn't plays, you know, maybe once a week. They say he might play a little bit more now with platooning with Marlowe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can see that. But who are we going to replace him with if we DFA him? I mean, there's not a whole bunch of position players down the minors, right? A tough one. I mean, I see both sides of it for sure. Sure. I, uh, you know, just jumping off that and getting over to what DePoto had to say, he did say that he didn't do a great job of, building this team especially with the depth and the depth is what's important kind of like one of these things of like hey we kind of knew this a while ago um and we've talked about it and i i will admit i was fooled a little bit at spring training but i also didn't see the re the regression with these other players as much especially you know the center fielder with the power numbers i i definitely could see maybe like a tie maybe a eugenio but then you know, I, we've seen JP bounce back. Uh, DePoto also said, that, like, hey, we're an average offensive team. But I do feel like when, hey, we're league average, we're in the middle with hitting with runners in scoring position and da-da-da-da-da, and you look at the data. But you got to remember, some of these outbursts that we've had, we'll score eight, nine, ten runs in a the game. Then we won't score for long stretches of time or, or a run here or a run there. So I feel like that's a little bit off. Um what do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, a lot of fans, uh, myself included, you know, and I, I'm, I, I get, I get it. You're down at spring training. We come off this big, you know, playoff run. 
Um, our guy, our young players are playing well. Yeah, you don't expect them to regress as much as they have, but it's the front office's job to uh, see that and realize that. And, I mean, that's not even considering that. It's also that we knew last year that we needed a couple bats, and um, it really – they didn't do anything like that. So, yeah, it's it's kind of funny to me that Jerry brings that up now um, but hey, um, I, I, I just don't even know what to say. It's like, all right, it's just like, what are you gonna do now, about it? Yeah, the question, I guess. Yeah, now you're gonna say that when you know, I guess you're saying that now, but you're also saying, like, hey, they're only gonna add within the margins, which means you're not gonna see a big ac acquisition. Are you going to see a sale? Of course, he's going to be mum on that. Um, he did say that uh, there is really no update on Marco. Uh, still not throwing. Uh, when he was asked about if Wu is going to pitch, he said, you know, uh, he's going to pitch through the end of the year, but then did also say that there might be a stretch in August where we go to six pictures. And still, like, saying, hey, this is a talented team just not living up to the expectations. But I did what I didn't like in the conversation was he was also going like, people just want to expect us to be like, whatever, 105 or how many games we've played, 100 and 100 and own. It's like, no, we don't. But we did at least expect to be like five to 10 games over 500 at this speed, at, at this, at this stage. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was expectations and, you know, these these the management needs to see how these guys can play with expectations obviously they haven't played that well with expectations my thing has always been the lack of focus or mistakes that are made on the field um you know guys running through stop signs um guys you know blunder after blunder on the bases sure errors happen in the game but uh you know Fighting, having a good at bat, you know, competitively fighting off pitchers, trying to go the other way, seeing what a pitcher's doing to you, making some adjustments. I mean, I guess that comes back to Scott and the uh, on-field management. I, I don't know. There's just so many things that have gone wrong this year that it's just been a frustrating year so far. Yeah, and I think let's just tread lightly on this because next week, We'll we'll dig in, and especially the week after that, when the deadline passes in, we're running out of time here. Um, but yeah, let's just hope that the Mariners, <laughs> you know, can respond to you know be be hanging hanging on the onto the ledge, you know what I mean, with one with one hand. Um, I know a true optimist is like, hey, there's still a lot of baseball left to be played. Well, there's still a lot of baseball left to be played for other teams too. So. Um, it's now or never the Mariners need to start being start playing 700 baseball. That's just, that's just it. They got to start winning seven out of 10. That, that's just where they're at. Yeah. Winning series. Like we talked about, I mean, yeah. Time to move on. I get it. Yeah. Well, thanks to the cabin uh, for this half order of nachos that, it's about the size of four orders of nachos anywhere else. And it um, can feed a family of eight, probably, correct? It can feed a family of eight or one Myron, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with that.